2: Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Monday so far. Hope you enjoyed your time with your mother. I know a lot of you guys might not have a mother around anymore, but I'm fortunate enough to have my mom still around. And you guys, you know, and and I know I'm going to sound like a big pussy, but I am grateful for every single day that I still have my parents around. And I'm just saying, I hope hope you guys enjoyed Mother's Day with your mom. Appreciate it. Cherish her. Later on in the podcast, I'm going to play you audio of me taking my mom, my mom her one wish that she wanted was to hang out with her best friend Louise. We'll get to that audio later on in the podcast, but I've got a lot of great things to talk about today. I've been working on this deal. You know, before this whole pandemic started, I had some great radio gigs lined up, but they got pushed back, you know, because if the economy is doing bad. And and I'll take you back to this, okay? 2008 During the Great Recession, during the housing bubble, when that whole thing burst, radio guys were getting laid off left and right. It was bad. Clear Channel was having a massacre. We didn't know. Like any day when you came into work and you swiped in your key card, it it was like Russian roulette. You didn't know if you're going to be able to get into the studio or not. That's how bad it was back in 2008. Now, you can only imagine how bad things are now with this pandemic people are out of work. People are not going to restaurants. People are not spending money right now. A lot of people are laid off and furloughed. So if the economy is not doing well, people are not buying advertisement, which means revenue is not coming into radio companies. And that means they're going to have to lay people off. I had some great potential radio gigs lined up before this whole thing went down. They got pushed back. So that's when I called an audible This decided to pivot and do this podcast. In the meantime, while I waited for a radio gig to come about, I had something fall into my lap. And this is the thing about radio. You're always should be looking to make connections. And, and I've always done that. I, I learned that from Ron Bennington while I worked on the Ron and Fez show. You always ask for cards. You always ask for contact info. No matter how little the person is, you always ask for a card or contact info because you never know when you're going to need those people. But me doing that, something has come back to me and I'm in the works for something that could be huge for my radio career. For 20 years, I've been working to get to this point and this could be this thing. I have an interview that I'm supposed to be doing today. I had a meeting yesterday. It's a lot of moving parts, guys. And and I'm always careful. Uh, You know, thanks to my O. CDs. I always am on time. I make sure that I know what I have to do for the day. I'm just dealing with some people that maybe aren't as professional as I would like. That being said, this is a good opportunity. I have an interview today that I'm going to be doing that could potentially be like a audition tape for me to land a gig. It's not the greatest gig. I I don't want you guys to think, oh, this is in like one of the top 10 markets. No, it's it's a small market gig. And I'm fine with that. I've worked with some of the biggest radio companies in the United States. I've worked with iHeart. I've worked with Cox Communications. And that's great. They're two of the biggest radio broadcasting companies companies out there. I am fine with just working with a mom and pop place. Everybody thinks you got to work in a big market or you got to work for a big company. No, you do not have to do that with the way things are distributed, the way content is put out for people to consume. You don't have to be on a big station because if you just get on one station, that is like your flagship station that you can produce content from. You can put that on podcasts anywhere you want to for people to be able to consume it. Hell, you can be on Twitch. Baba is like the proven example. Twitch. Twitch kept the lights on for the BRN. When times were tough, Twitch kept the business going. And that's what I want to do. I want to get on a small mom and pop station where I can distribute my content, but be on terrestrially and get it out there locally to people and let it grow and get advertisers. Because without advertisers, you're dead in the water. So I'll be playing that audio of me walking into the meeting that I had today, the pre-meeting for the interview that I have tomorrow. So I'm going to give you pre and post, pre-initial interview that I had today for the interview that I have tomorrow. Tonight, Andy has a case of water on the brain,
3: sort of. Hi, folks. Andy Mooney here. Did you ever notice it in time of widespread panic, pandemics, and other demics, people just don't seem to come together like they used to. I'll give you an example. I headed off to my local grocer to hoard up on supplies that I knew that I would need. Depends, Similac, stuff of that nature. As I went for the last tube of deodorant, my favorite brand, and as you know, all elderly people love their brands, almost to death, this man reached the same time that I did. So I pummeled him and as he lay down on the ground, I stood over him, doing some sort of pelvic thrust and demoralizing him. As I did this, I thought to myself, boy, this is lost on the younger generation that just don't know the feeling of smashing a window with a brick or stealing to keep food on the table for your families, something that I learned very well. Growing up in the mean streets of Biloxi, I knew that I had to get ahead in life and the only way I could do that was to join the military. After the military kicked me out, I turned to the one thing that never caused me harm, streets i was known up and down 8th avenue as the man who gave the best hjs but you don't have to take my word for that
2: So I just turned 40 back in November, November 2019. I turned 40 and I got to that point because guys, listen, I went through a lot of phases in my life. I lived a very sheltered life. I didn't lose my virginity until I was almost 20 and I didn't start drinking until my early 20s. And then I met my wife in 2003. So I had a three year span where I was going balls to the walls, taking and drinking, and eating everything that I could. Then I met her. And then from 2003 until late 2014, I was strict. She kept me on a diet. She wanted me to look good. I couldn't drink with her. We ate healthy. She kept me on point. Then after that, from 2014 until last year when I stopped drinking in 2019, I was hog wild. I got fucked up every chance that I could. And you guys know my history. You know that I am a recovering alcoholic. Once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. It is a day-by-day process to quit drinking. I used to be on all the psychotropic drugs. I was on all that. I'm off all that now. I have what you would call an addictive personality. I just take things to the extreme. I mean, guys, I'll admit it. Even though you won't admit it, when you start working out and you're gaining muscle and Losing weight? Fuck, guys. I just went to the doctor the other day. I have lost 26 pounds in three months. And you want to know what? My addictive personality has come back and been a positive in my life because that's all I do now. I fucking do this podcast. I eat, I work out, I diet. That is all that I do. And I know that people stay so busy. There are people that work so much that they do not have time to work out. So, I'm not trying to make it seem like this is an easy thing. I've been fortunate. I've been fortunate enough to have the time that I'm taking care of my parents through this pandemic and I'm only having to do this podcast so I can concentrate on what I'm eating and how I work out. When you start looking good, you start looking at yourself in the mirror. Fuck, I just took a shower today. It put me so far behind because I could not stop looking at myself in the mirror. And listen, I'm not saying I'm some Greek Adonis because I'm not. I still have some fat on my body, but compared to what I look like, I look like goddamn Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Brad Pitt in Fight Club is that stereotypical body at one time that all women wanted. I don't want to get big. I don't want to get muscular. I just want to lose weight. I want to be, uh, you know, slim and cut. I want to be trim. I don't want to be big. So what I'm saying is I look at myself in the mirror. And if you if you can't admit it, you're a goddamn liar. At least I'm being honest. And I found something that I have never found on my body before. I found a skin tag. I was putting on my deodorant today after I showered and, and I had a little bit of a burning sensation. And then I felt back in there and I was like, what the? At first, you know, when you when you feel a lump or a growth, the first thing your mind goes to is cancer. And and that happened with me. It happened with me. The more I observed it and investigated it and looked in the mirror. It is definitely a skin tag. And I've already made the negotiations with my dad. I'm going to get some braided line and he is going to lance that skin tag off. I know it's going to hurt like a motherfucker, but I'm getting rid of that shit. But I would like to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's. T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. If I'm going to get the skin tag on my right under arm lanced off by my dad would you like to see that live on my youtube channel if you'd like to see that email me tuttle at gmail.com i want to get your feedback because some of you guys might not like that gross stuff maybe you guys don't want to see me getting my armpit skin tag removed with some braided fish in line by my dad if you don't want to see it don't email me but if you do want to see it email me tuttle at gmail.com
0: Cuddles Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? let StitchuUp Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit StitchuUp.com or contact them. Eric at StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up, not your grandma's embroidery. <laughs>
2: Oh So yesterday was Mother's Day, and and, you know, with this pandemic going on, it's kind of hard to do anything special for your mom, if your mom's still around, if your mom is still living. My mom has not been out of the Hobo Fish Camp, has not been, well, she's been outside of the Fifth Wheel, but she's not left the Hobo Fish Camp to go anywhere. Her best friend, Louise. Louise is a nurse practitioner. Yes, almost a doctor, but she is really, really smart. Smart, takes care of herself. Hygiene is amazing. So if you're going to go see anybody and if you're worried that they have the coronavirus, Louise has been careful. She has not left. She has not gone anywhere. And my mom on Mother's Day wanted to go see her best friend, Louise. She moved, you know, like a mile down US 1 at another community. I took my mom to go visit Louise. And my mom, I've not seen her this happy since the pandemic started. And and, and you know what? The one thing about this pandemic, it, it makes you appreciate the little things, the things that you can't do on a regular basis. So my mom on Mother's Day wanted to see her best friend, Louise. I took her over there. I got pizza from Little Caesar. She has Little Caesar, very white trash. But Louise had not had Little Caesars in forever. So I wanted to make things as perfect as I could for my mom and Louise. And this is the audio that I recorded. <sharp> i <inhale> I am over here at my mom's friend's, her best friend, Louise. Mom, are you having a good Mother's Day? You said this is what you wanted more than anything, to come over here and hang out with your best friend, Louise. Yes, yes. So, all right, how was the pizza? Was it good? Hold on, I want to hear how the pizza was. Good. Oh, you got to pee, I know. Hey,
1: sir, in the bathroom.
2: Well, it's not video. So, Louise, you got a nice house here. I, I like this place. Are you, I mean, are you going to paint the walls or anything? No, I'm leaving them like they are. You are? So, what? else, is this furniture? Did they leave it here for you? No, I had no furniture.
1: Downtown. downtown used furniture in uh, Daytona.
2: Yeah. Oh, did you get it? I mean, it's nice. I uh, did you? Did they, they deliver it? have good quality used furniture. Did they deliver it? Yes. They did. Oh, well.
1: Yeah. And I got a bed in the other room for when Rob and Brenda come.
2: Oh. Do you, oh, you know who I saw when I went out to go get the pizza? Ivor. He was. He waved at me and didn't know who it was. And then I rolled down the window and he was like, "What the fuck what are, are you, you doing, are doing here?" And I'm like, "I'm I'm visiting Louise." Yeah. I
1: see. I see him all the time. So.
2: Do you, Do you know where they live? Or?
1: Yeah, they live right along the intercoastal. So you mm-hmm. go. This is Casa Grande. They go. You take it all the way down and go around to the right, and they're about halfway down.
2: So now, like, is there anybody else from uh, the park where we where we live that that are here?
1: Yes. Uh, Who else? The Ridleys. I don't know who that is. Right next to me, Glenda and... Oh, yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. They live in here. Um, The lady that was uh, the couple that were down from, Lynn and Ivor, the tomato lady, I forget what her name was, Jenny, and her husband and folks live here.
2: So I got to ask you, so you've been here, like, uh, have any, like, suitors, like men or anything come up and, you know, tried to meet you yet? No, that's not it. You don't have your eye on any of these hunks around here? No, huh? No, come on, Louise. Louise, you're a catch. Like, the guy should be knocking on your door. Your suitor should be knocking on your door every single day. Don't don't
1: forget, everything's shut down yet. No meeting. Wait,
2: you're shut down? Or, no. <laughs> no meetings, no uh, introductions, nothing like that. Alright, well, I mean, listen, you gotta realize that you're a catch. You're living in a great house here. Got a great car. You know that the guy's Are going to be coming around. They're going to be sniffing around.
1: I don't know what to say to that. No.
2: No, but come on though. No. I mean, you're well educated, you're smart, you've had a great job. I you are a great, great catch. Like any guy, any of these old farts around here, see what you need to do right, is wait, get it get a get another old rich one on the hook and you'd be good to go. Did you ever think that
1: maybe you don't wanna get involved you like things the way they are, you have a certain way of doing things, you don't want to share anymore, you know, all a that kind of stuff. Bucks, seven. Even for a million bucks.
2: So now I, now, you, you don't have to—you can—listen, this is all radio, audio, and I can take all this out. This is recorded. So, not a lot of people know this. You have one of the most interesting jobs that I've ever heard anybody have. Not only were—so, you, you're a nurse, but you're a registered nurse, right? Now, I mean, what's the difference between a regular nurse and a registered nurse?
1: Well, a registered nurse, a but a
2: mouse. What deep. were you, though? —practitioner. So, could you write scripts in? Yes. You could. Huh. Now, but you worked in the prison system, didn't you? You. Yes. Now, I, you had to see some pretty interesting things there, right? You don't have to go into detail, but was it a, was it a new thing every single day? Like, you were never shocked by stuff you saw?
1: Uh, it was very interesting. Sometimes I was shocked by what I thought, but it was a constant learning
2: situation. I loved that. Now, was it a women's prison or a men's prison? Most of the time,
1: I worked in a women's prison. I only worked at the men's for a year because they moved the women's prison two hours a away from where I live.
2: Now, were these men prisoners like scumbags, So, Like, would they, like, do disgusting stuff? You don't have to say anything, but you just say yes or no. Yes. Yeah, they would. Oh, man. I could only imagine the things that you saw. All right, Louise. I just want to say Happy Mother's Day. I consider you like a second mother. Hopefully, you don't, like, take offense to that.
1: No, thank you very much.
2: No, I mean, you're a good person. Mom speaks very, very highly of you. She, She, you know, you're one of her good friends, and she doesn't have a lot of that. So that's that's really, really good. Well, thank you. All right. Well, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Louise. Mom, happy Mother's Day. Do you want to say anything? Yes.
1: Bye.
0: Oh, that was short. All right, guys. See you. Bye. Huddles Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. Play in live poker games on your mobile device, play in tournaments at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. They double the first deposit bonus. There's a daily thousand dollar free roll and a fifty thousand dollar nightly tournament. It's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID four one one five zero seven. That's four one one five zero seven when you visit PocketPairClub.com we
2: so, if you caught yesterday's podcast, you heard the offer that I laid on the table for Tom and Dan. A mediocre time with Tom and Dan, Tom Van, Daniel Dennis. I threw it out there. I even took and I edited out this certain part of my offer and put it up on YouTube for everybody to listen to. I've not heard from Tom or Dan. I hope that I didn't put them in a bad spot by throwing it out there. I just wanted to offer. I hope that they know I would never put them in a bad situation. If they agreed to do this interview, it's not going to be one of those burial pieces. I'm going to work with them. I'm going to prop them up. I'm going to babyface for them. I'm going to make this a great interview. What I'm promising you, you guys that are fans of Tom and Dan, if you're a BDM, if you're a big dick millionaire, I wish I can only hope one day that I'll have fans like Tom and Dan's. They have the BDMs and they are rabid. They are so loyal and they support Tom and Dan. And I can only hope, I pray to have an audience like Tom and Dan has. But what I'm saying is I will give you the interview. I will give you an interview that you have never heard before. You know, Tom and Dan, they've had documentaries, movies, TV news interviews, articles written about them. They're friends. With the mayor. What I'm trying to tell you is that the interview. I will be able to do if they give me the opportunity. Tom and Dan don't need me. Tom and Dan do not need me at all. If they give me a chance, if they give me this opportunity, I promise you the BDMs, the best interview, you will hear things about Tom and Dan that you have never heard before. Because I can give you that inside knowledge. I was there. I was there when they were in love with radio. I was there when things started to go a little bad. And I don't want you to think this interview is not going to be about the past. I want to get in their mindset. I want to figure out what was it? What made them decide to go out on their own and do a podcast? I think I, I I have the knowledge. I know them well enough that I will give you the interview that you've never heard before about Tom and Dan. If you want to make this happen, because like I said, Tom and Dan do not need me. They do not need to do this interview, but you the BDMs, the most rabid, loyal fans in all of audio entertainment. The BDMs, yes, I'm marking out right now. Big, big millionaires, I'm marking out to you. I pray, I hope to God to one day have fans like you. And if you want to hear this interview, the only way this interview is going to happen is if you make it happen. You need to contact Tom and Dan. You need to tell them we need this interview. We want to hear it. And like I said, this is going to be recorded. This interview will be recorded. I only want the exclusive rights to the audio for my podcast for one week. You guys can videotape it, do whatever you want to do with it. You get five veto. I'll give you more vetoes, but I was giving you five vetoes to strike a question out of play. If you don't like one of the questions I ask, throw it out. Nobody is ever going to know that I asked it. So BDMs, do me a favor. Let Tom and Dan know this interview needs to happen. Earlier, I mentioned that I've got a potential radio gig that I'm working on and they want me to do this interview. It's a local interview. It's one of these girls that wants to be a pop star. She was a dancer in a Cardi B video. They want me to go and do this interview. They're going to be filming it. I have the rights to the audio and I'll be able to play it on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So this is almost like an audition for me and I'm going to do this, but the camera guy, the producer, the man behind the scenes wanted to meet with me today. Yes, kind of inconvenient, especially on Mother's Day. They didn't call me until the last minute. I, you know, I'm just the way my mind works. I like to know what's going on. And I did not get a call or a text from this guy to meet today until I was with my mom and Louise because my mom wanted to hang out with her best friend, Louise. So I had to leave and, and I allowed my mom and Louise to hang out I went and met with this guy and this is some of the -the behind-the-scenes audio that I captured So in true radio fashion, the life of a radio broadcaster or personality, you gotta do things at a moment's notice. And and I'm working with a partner on a potential radio broadcasting deal. And I'm, I'm meeting with one of his guys right now. So I had to leave my mom and Louise. They're hanging out, they're fine. So I gotta go meet this guy because I'm doing an interview tomorrow. In this interview, I am almost kind of all so I, I got to do this interview and I got to meet this guy because it's the interview is going to be tomorrow in Orlando. And this is kind of like my interview thing. And I'm wanting to meet with him so we can get everything set up correctly because I want this interview to be as brilliant as possible. I want it to be the best thing that I've ever done. Because if if I nail this and I kill it, this could be a good deal for me. And I don't want you guys to think this is going to be like some big humongous deal. No, it's not. The scenario is perfect for me to start over and reinvent myself. And, and that's how I'm looking at this. So I just want to let you guys know I, I'm on my way now. The guy actually drove up here near the hobo fish camp that I can meet with him. And then I'm doing the interview tomorrow the guy wanted to meet with me first before we did the interview which I I like I like that because I I'm one of those people that like to be prepared so I just wanted to give you guys an update that's what I'm doing right now I'll give you an update on how the meeting went when I get done with it hey what's up guys hold on hey what's up hope you guys can hear me i just got done with my meeting and i mean i can nail it i'm not really really worried about this i mean this guy's overthinking it and this isn't even the real guy this is just somebody representing the guy that i'm auditioning for and the guy's treating me like i have absolutely no broadcasting experience the interview. I'm going to be doing an interview tomorrow. I have to go to Orlando and it is with an up and coming type pop star girl. She was a dancer in a Cardi B video. So, but they're wanting me to do this interview. Talk about her aspirations, what she wants to do in music, but they're wanting me to see how much I can get out of her, what I can get her to do, how far is she willing to go to be and make it in music. So I'm basically my job is to see how much juice I can squeeze out of this newbie that's wanting a career in music. And you know I've never had a problem with this. Like I haven't a conscience. Like I'm I'm a good person. Like I don't like doing bad things to people, but when it comes to me making it in the radio business, if this is how I have to impress this person that I'm auditioning for, I most likely will take it too far. Like, I'm going to try to get this chick to do some pretty nasty things. How far is she willing to go? So, I don't know. I just wanted to fill you guys in. you know I I, I kind of feel like the lion roaming the Serengeti and I come across a poor defenseless gazelle and I just pounce and I devour it to feed my family and that's that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I, I don't have a family, but I'm, I' it's survival of the fittest. I mean, I, I, I would like to help this girl out. I mean, she really wants to be a music I, I know some people, I don't have a lot of connections, but I'll do what I can to help her make her dreams true. But during this interview, I'm out for myself. I'm out for number one. I know it sucks. I know it makes me seem like a dick or an asshole, but it's about time I start looking out for myself because I, I've worked in radio for too long and I've been worried about other people, about making them look good, about caring about their feelings. And in radio, from what I've learned, you know, it's taken me 20 years to finally learn that people don't give a fuck about your feelings in the media, in broadcasting, TV, radio, newspapers, blogs, whatever you wanna, you know, compare it to. They don't give a damn about your feelings. And I got, I guess I gotta start having that cutthroat mentality to be able to make it in this business. I mean, I've, I've done well in my career so far, but I think I could have been a lot further ahead than what I am right now if I was just complete asshole and didn't care who I hurt. Because if you look, a lot of the most successful radio guys they have fucked over a lot of people. I just, I never wanted to go there, but I guess I got to. Anyways, guys, I'll keep you updated on the interview as it comes along. I'm gonna document all of it, but this interview that I'm going to be doing tomorrow will be on my podcast this coming week. (laughs) All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I kept my streak alive. I did a show every day this weekend, and I'm going to keep this train. This choo-choo is going to keep chugging along. I want to see how many days in a row I can do of consecutive podcasts. Yes, I've given myself a minimum—a podcast for a podcast to count. It has to be at least 15 minutes long. I don't want you to think I'm going to log in one day and only do a five-minute show. No, has to be at least 15 minutes. Now, if you think that minimum should be raised, please email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, t u d d l e at gmail.com. I'm not even giving out my PayPal anymore. If you want to help me out, fuck the financial stuff. Tell people, About this podcast. I'm not on the radio anymore, guys. So I do not have a platform to promote my content. The only way people are going to find out about my content is if you guys share it and let people know about it. Tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors. Tell your friends on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. I don't give a damn. Just tell somebody. Tell them to listen. Help this show grow. If you're a fan of mine and you're a fan of this podcast and you want to see me do well, share it. the best way you can help me. You can catch my podcast. It's on many, many platforms. It's on iTunes Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, the TuneIn Radio app. And my download, my traffic, my engagement has gone through the roof thanks to Matt Mazer and his website, 315live.com. That is 315live.com. If you're a fan of podcasts or just content, I know you guys are held up, maybe in quarantine. You've been laid off, you're looking for something to do, 315live.com has numerous podcasts, as well as YouTube and video content. So check it out. Don't forget, if you want to hear and make this interview happen, me interviewing Tom and Dan, giving you the interview, the interview that every BDM wants to hear, you can make it happen. Like I said, Tom and Dan do not need me. But if they're fans, they're rabid fans, the most loyal fans in all of audio entertainment, if you you guys step up to the pump and tell them you want to hear this interview, they'll most likely do it because Tom and Dan, they super serve. They super sell their fans. They take care of their fans. Unlike any other radio show or podcast has done before. All right, guys, I'm done with this rant. I'm starting to lose my voice. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'll talk to you
0: tomorrow. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com Tuttle. Also check out the Tuttle category at 315Live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle T-U-D-D-L-E and email the show anytime. Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit Facebook.com CCA Productions. Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast.